Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today, we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Pauley as we make brief stops in the Gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. What is the most difficult thing you're dealing with right now in your life? You know, I'm speaking to so many people in so many different places at this moment, and everybody's dealing with different things. I can't meet your needs. I can't even speak to your needs. I don't know what your needs are, but we all have them. Whatever it is, it may be financial, it may be physical, it may be family, it may be spiritual. Uh, it may be in your home or in your church or your own private life. What is the thing that you're dealing with. Now I want to ask you, do you really believe that Jesus is enough? We're journeying with Jesus in Mark chapter 5 and there's a desperate father. His name is Jairus. Jairus was a well-to-do man, a man of means. And yet the truth of the matter is, God will bring you to the end of yourself. God will bring you to the place where you don't have what you need. He was also a religious man. The Bible told us in verse 22 that he was one of the rulers of the synagogue. And you may be a very spiritual person. You may be walking with God and yet you're dealing with the hardest thing you've ever dealt with in your life. And you've got a great burden, great brokenness. Jairus had such a situation. His daughter was dying. He comes to Jesus. He says to the Lord early in the chapter, Would you come with me to my house? And Jesus is going with him. And in the middle of it, a woman with an issue of blood interrupts. She stops the procession. The parade stops moving. Jesus takes time to make her whole and to speak to her. And in that moment of desperation, a messenger arrives. In Mark chapter 5, verse 35, While he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? So just when you think it can't get any worse, it gets worse. And I want to ask you again, what's the thing you're dealing with? Uh, is it a daughter? Is it a family hurt? Is it a desperate circumstance? What is the thing that you feel like you can do nothing about and it seems like Jesus is not even going to do anything about? There's several different responses in the following verses to the end of this chapter. And I want to show you the responses and ask you which one will be your response. The first response is skepticism, total unbelief. And that's what the messenger basically delivers. Why troublest thou the master any further? In other words, it's beyond hope. Can I remind you that with God, nothing is beyond hope? That the God who rose from the dead says even death is not hopeless. Listen to verse 36. As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. So if you're doubting today, if you are a skeptic today, God's word to you is only believe. Notice that he contrasts faith here again with fear. Be not afraid, only believe. Stop living in fear today and believe that God is able. You read on, you find the next response. In verse 37, He suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and seeth the tumult, and them that wept and wailed greatly. So the first response is unbelief. The second is just total desperation. It's overwhelming emotion. It is just sadness. It is just, we're going to throw up our hands 
and we're just going to succumb to our grief. Can I tell you that that's not the right response either? Oh, certainly there are times to grieve. When loved ones pass away, we, we weep. But the Bible says we sorrow not as those that have no hope. These people were sorrowing without hope. And what they didn't realize is hope just walked in the house. Jesus just arrived. Jesus Christ is hope and He brings hope into desperate situations. Do not allow your emotions to run your life. If you let your emotions run your life, they'll ruin your life. If you yield today to mere emotion, you're going to miss what Jesus is about to do. And so Jesus responds to that. Verse 39, when He was come in, He saith unto them, Why make ye this ado and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. Sleep is a good thing. Sleep is a short-term thing. Sleep is not terminal. He's saying to them, you're not seeing the situation like I'm seeing the situation. You know why we allow emotion to overcome us and overwhelm us? It is because we're seeing through our eyes instead of through God's eyes. Would you see your circumstance today through God's eyes? There is hope. So unbelief is not the right response. A mere emotion is not the right response. The Bible says in verse 40, And they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel and them that were with him, and entereth in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, Talithicumai, which is being interpreted, Damsel, I say unto thee, arise. Here's the third response. Some people refuse to believe. Some people just get beaten down by their emotion. And some people become cynics. It was a group of people that just laughed at him. They literally, the Bible says, laughed him to scorn. Can I tell you, it's a picture of people in our world who got so disillusioned and so disappointed when things didn't turn out their way, when something didn't go the way they planned, that they become cynics, critics of God, if you will, laughing in, in scorn in their spirit that God is able or that God is good. Can I tell you, that's a lie of the devil. And it's interesting to me that Jesus has to cast those people out before the miracle is performed. He literally puts them all out. You see, if you're just going to become a cynic and a critic, if you're going to become one of the skeptics, you're going to miss what God is about to do. He takes the family, the immediate family, the father and mother, and he takes his own inner circle disciples in. I don't know about you, I'd like to be in the room when God is at work. Stay close to Jesus. Don't let anything come in your spirit between you and God. So what's the answer? Well, the answer here is they needed to hear Christ's word. The peace and the power came when Jesus opened His mouth and began to speak. And if today you feel this cynicism rising up in you, this questioning of God, the best thing you can do is turn to the Word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If you're struggling today with your faith, uh, could I challenge you, spend some time just listening to the Lord. Let God speak. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. And here's the final response. The Bible says in verse 42, And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was of the age of twelve years. And they were astonished with a great astonishment. And he charged them straightly that no man should know it and commanded that something should be given her to eat. She's healed so completely she can not only get up, she can have lunch with them. Oh, don't you love Christ's complete work when the Lord is at work? The fourth response is amazement. They stand astonished in utter amazement at what God has done. They said in the words of the Old Testament writer, This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. 
Wouldn't you like to get in on something that only God can do? The great and mighty things that we know not, exceeding abundantly above all we could ask or even think. Well, then I want to say to you, if you want to be in the room when God is at work and when you, if you want to see the end result of what God is doing, be not afraid, only believe. You see, the blessing comes to those who are willing to believe. So whatever your burden, whatever your brokenness, whatever your battle today, be not afraid, only believe. The Lord is up to something. Do not doubt Him. Do not question Him. Do not succumb to mere emotion. Do not become the cynic. No, my friend, believe on the Lord. And as you walk by faith, you are going to be astonished at what Jesus Christ is about to do. Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.